Nations, which has now been translated into 22 languages, and The Future of Success. Bob's articles have appeared in The New Yorker, The Atlantic Monthly, The New York Times, and even, yes, The Wall Street Journal. Some readers of The Wall Street Journal have wondered whether there is another Bob Reich who's posing as the Bob Reich who appears in our pages, but it really is one and the same. Bob is also the co-founding editor of the American Prospect magazine, and in addition to all that, he's a playwright. Bob was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, but grew up mainly in South Salem, New York. His father, Edwin, once owned a women's clothing store and was a conservative Republican. Bob once said, probably my greatest political success in terms of persuading anybody of the rightness of my views has been in persuading my father to move from the extreme right to the center right. Our program for tonight will be divided into three parts. First, Bob has some thoughts he'd like to share with you, and then Bob and I will have a conversation here on stage, and then we'll get to what is always my favorite part of the evening, which is your questions. Please join me in welcoming Bob Reich. Well, thank you so much, Tom. I, I, I looked at the, uh, the podium and I thought I'd better sit down because otherwise I couldn't, couldn't be seen. Uh, by the way, my father uh, is still alive. He's 93 years old, plays golf three times a week, shoots his age, and he has continued to move left. He's now left of me. But you've moved right. No. No? We'll no, talk no. about that. No, no. Um, but let, why, don't I, why don't I start uh, giving all of you kind of a, a sense uh, of what supercapitalism is all about, uh, not only in my book, but also as a concept and why I wrote what I did, because the book is really about democracy and capitalism together. Uh, and in the middle years of the 20th century, roughly from 1945 to 1975, uh, we in this country... We're very proud of what we call democratic capitalism, with a small d. Uh, we assumed, particularly after the Second World War, after uh, the world's experience with fascism, and then before that, the communist revolution, uh, we assumed that capitalism and democracy went hand in glove. You couldn't have one without the other. Uh, and we proclaimed to the rest of the world that democratic capitalism was the alternative to Soviet communism. Well, in those days, interestingly, capitalism was not nearly as efficient and dynamic as it is today. If you look at the auto industry, for example, there were only three major automakers, didn't have much choice. Uh, we used to have jokes about how every year the fins got longer on the cars, but under underneath the technology was remarkably the same. Uh, if we wanted to get a telephone, we didn't have many options except Ma Bell. If we wanted to put our money, if we had savings someplace, we didn't have many options except two or three local banks. As consumers and as investors, our lives were fairly modest and tepid. Uh, but here's something very interesting about the economics of that era, 
1945 to 1975. And I don't want to glorify it. I call it in the book the not-quite-golden age because obviously uh, African Americans were relegated to second-class citizens. Women still did not have the opportunities they did toward the end of the period. Uh, There was still a huge problem with pollution. Uh, Joe McCarthy's anti-communist crusade scarred American politics. But here is what is unique about that period. In fact, two things unique about that period. One, inequality was reduced to the lowest level it had been at any time before in American history or really at any time since. As the economy grew, almost all Americans, regardless of where they were socioeconomically, also grew. And the other interesting thing is that people were very optimistic about politics. Uh, We had problems, we knew we had problems, but we got on with rolling up our sleeves and doing something about the problems. The Civil Rights Act and Voting Rights Act with regard to bringing blacks into the mainstream, uh, pressure that opened the doors for women in the professions and in occupations. Uh, We eventually passed the Environmental Protection Act in 1975. And we...